quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. This episode is near and dear to my heart. I sat down with my dad. I can't wait for you to listen and hear all about the things he's learned about being a connected papa. Welcome, dad. Hi, welcome. My name is Chuck and I am Michelle's father and I'm here to tell you what my experiences are or share with you what my experiences are with peace and parenting. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for being willing to, to share your story with us. And let's just talk about first, you know, like what are the major differences you see between the way in which you were parented or the way in which you parented my sister and I compared to the way in which we parent the girls today? Well, I think the major difference is that it, when, when I was raised and when I was raising you, I followed suit with the philosophy that children are, are children and children is something separate from people in, in some way. And, and I think that, that now I look at your children and my grandchildren, I treat them more as peers and more as people that I can interact with. And as, as you know, the old, the old saying used to be children are, are to be seen and not heard. Children right. would be, you know, something on the shelf. Children are something separate from humanity. Mm-hmm. And now I've joined them into the rest of us. Yeah, I guess the major philosophical difference. And how does it feel? What's the, the the feeling that's different when you parent them or grandparent them as opposed to the way in which you either felt or or you felt as a kid or you felt as a parent before? Well, I think we used to be compelled compelled to discipline and to guide with a with a more iron hand than 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 what we do now. Now we become more involved with somebody like they're you know, they're, they're more a friend. They're, right. they're more, they're, they're not, they're not like a, like a, a subject right. or a possession. You know, but a lot of people will of say this. like, you can't be your kid's friend. You know, you hear that. I don't that think often. you necessarily can be, can, 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 well, 
that's not really true of a grandparent. Let's well, that's that. true. Yeah. A grandparent can be more of a friend than a parent. I think those roles are vastly different, mm-hmm. but I think, I, I think that, I think the key is no, I don't, I don't treat, I don't, I treat them more as a friend than you do. Yeah. Um, because I can, you well, know, yeah, you I don't mean, have I, to have all I, the I'm limits. The, I'm the guy that they can go to, you know, mom is really mean. And I go, yeah, I know she really is. You know, she's, she's mean. She does this. And she is, I go, and I go, oh, yeah, that sucks. I don't, I, I hear you. Uh, <laughs> she, she is really you know, leaning can, into the empathy. More, I can be more, more on a pure level than you can be, but I'm still yeah. not, not their equal and, and not their friend in, mm-hmm. in, in, in all the other ways that that friendship occurs, but I am more on their level and connect and can connect on a different level than you do. Definitely. So, but what do you, were you skeptical when you first, when I first started using this and talking about it and saying, Oh yeah, we're not. Oh, I thought it was total, total bull. That's what I thought it was (laughs) when I first heard about it. I mean, I've told stories about you to people that got great laughter about your, your methodology. I can, you know, old people like to tell stories, but so I would tell a story about sitting around the table one time. And I think Esme was probably eight years old and she was just having a total meltdown, screaming and crying and doing this. And you're looking at her and going, oh, Michelle, I'm so sorry you're having these feelings. And, you know, I, I wish I could solve them for you, but I really can't. I've got to let you work yourself through this and become your own emotional support and blah, blah, blah. And, and she looked at me and said, Mom, if you really love me, you would fix this for me. And you say, well, I can't really fix everything for you. You've got to experience this stuff. And P is over in the corner, you know, playing with her Legos and stuff. And she looked up at you and she goes, Mom, I think you've lost her. And, you know, <laughs> that, that's the kind of the way that's kind of the way I looked at the at, at, at the whole issue for 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 a while until I started figuring out that it was really easier for me to join than to resist. So um, my resistance is over. And do you think if you let's say, you know, I don't know, let's say things were different. Do you think that you would ever go back to parenting using, you know, control or consequences or whatever if let's say no no of course not it's not it's not it's not effective yeah i mean i know i know from experience that this is a much more effective way it's just this requires a person to develop a toolbox that they may not necessarily have possessed in the past and you know the main tool is patience yeah and you and you do have to kind of let them you know i think i said before you know we kind of recognize them as as people and more treat them on, on, on a, on a level of humanity, but we have to recognize that they are still handicapped people because they don't have the emotional tools to deal with what's going on in their life. And they have to yeah. learn, they have to develop those tools and you have to recognize that, that they're going to make mistakes. You know, they're going to come off at you in, in a way that's inappropriate. Yeah. They're going to, and in the past, I mean, I, those children have said stuff to me, that if you would have said it to me, you'd have been locked away or slapped or put in your room. Or I never would have slapped you, but there would have been there have been discipline going on. You know, when I when, I, when I sit in the room and Esme's telling me that she's got a problem and she wants me to fix it for her, and I go, well, I, you know, I really can't. I can't really fix that for you. I'm so sorry. That sucks. And she goes, and excuse my French, but she goes, are you so effing stupid that you can't fix this for me? Well, you know, that's something that could. You know, the normal reaction is to is to react to that in a in a in a negative way and to take it personally and to, to that 
I'm not going to let my child cuss at me. I'm not going to let him do that. I just kind of got to go silent. Yeah. Let them sit and work through it by themselves a little bit. I took my stand that I'm not going to fix it for her. Mm -hmm. And I just don't react to that outburst. What do you see happen afterwards? Well, after a while, she'll come around. Yeah. But but that's why that's where it takes the patience because you got to let her come around on her own. Right. And does she? Without doing, of course, of course she does. Sometimes, sometimes sooner, sometimes not. That's right. Sometimes it's with Esme, it's more immediate. With Pia, who's a little bit younger, I don't know if it's age or not, but her personality Personality. takes Pia a little longer. Mm -hmm. Takes Pia a little longer to come around. But they both come around eventually. And if they don't, it's no big deal. They'll get a chance to come around next time. Well, I was going to say too, like, I think old school way of thinking or conventional parenting says like, oh, well, our, our kids should have the tools to regulate their emotions from day one. And no one ever thinks, well, these kids are still learning how to regulate themselves. We don't even know how to regulate ourselves. They don't have a regulator. No, but I don't no. think I do either. Well, I mean, well, no, I do. Well, you, we, we, we all, we're all developing at no matter what your age is, you're all, we're all developing the ability to regulate ourselves. But and, we, I think we expect the kids to be born like, oh, you, you have to regulate. Well, if you're dumb, you expect them to. Yeah. Well, I mean, I but, think we all were dumb because we were duped into society tells us that. Right. 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 Yeah. And they just, they, they don't, but you gotta, you gotta let them not. Right. That's the, that's the key. You have to allow them not to, without going, go to your room and close the door till you feel better. Right. You know, that's what I was told at my table. If I'm crying and upset as a child, you go in your room and when you're through crying, you can come back out. Right. That was my emotional support. Well, that doesn't work. That didn't work very well. No. It eventually, eventually you overcome that. Well, or you just stuff your feelings so much that you just decide I'm not going to have them or I'm going to stuff them. But when you're about 60, you unstuff them. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) While your 18 year olds also unstuffing theirs and that becomes really good. Right. You join them in the unstuffing. Uh Uh-huh. I love the holidays and have tried in years past to create a warm experience for my girls. Often my expectations were dashed because I failed to make connection the center of my holiday plans. And I also failed to use connection when I struggled during those holiday events. This year, I created a free guide, how to navigate the six trickiest holiday moments. It's designed to help you with travel, food, relatives, gifts, divorce, and a few others that are hard to unravel during the holidays. Go to www.peaceandparentingla.com forward slash holidays and download your free guide today or find the link in the show notes. I'm wishing you a warm and happy holiday season. How are the relationships you have with the girls and how are they different than, let's say, the relationship you had with your parents or the relationship even with you had with with Beth and I when we were younger? Well, we've already talked about how it's different in terms of the fact that we the way they're treated. Well, how do you feel about the bond you guys have? It's a much it's a much it's a much tighter bond and they're much more. These these people are much more free to tell me things that I would never have told my parents you know, or grandparents my, or grandparents away. I mean, yeah. Esme asked me what she should wear when she goes out, you know? <laughs> and so I, she goes, well, what about this Papa? Does this look okay? Will this be okay? Is this appropriate? And I go, yeah, it looks, you know, but yeah. I, that would never happen. No, know? that would, and- that would never, never happen with any of them. And, you know, they're just much more forthcoming. Yeah. And, and I think they're more at ease. 
mm-hmm. they feel well, they feel more accepted because they're, they are more accepted. They're accepted for where they are and who they are. They feel like then, people because you treat them like people. Well, even if they're not people, they're, they're at least accepted to not be people. You know, right. they're accepted at the level they're, that they're at. Some level whatever of... Whatever they're doing is, is, is acceptable. Even their outbursts are acceptable. Yeah. So... What do you think the biggest benefit is to parenting this way for you and even for other people like me that you've seen do it or what do you, and I guess that's a good question too. Like when you look at me parenting them, because I'm, you know, you're the grandparent, that's different. You get this special relationship where you don't have to really have boundaries or anything. But um, when you see me parenting them, what do you notice? Of course, I can't speak for you or what's inside. But what you observe. But only for, for, for what I see. And it just seems to me that, I don't know. It's just, it's not easier. It's not harder. No. It's just different. Yeah. And I think maybe the main difference is that you don't have to take responsibility for their behavior. Yeah. Or you can be guiding and you can be reaction. You can be reactionary and you can be, you can let them know it's not appropriate, but you don't let them know it's not appropriate with how many lashes they get. Right. Or do they have to go to their bedroom or they had, or that they have to do this. They have to do that. You can be, it's, it's more involved. Right. It's more, it's more here. I'm letting you know why what you're doing is not appropriate or not acceptable. And there's reasoning behind it right. before that there, there was never any of that before mm-hmm. you did it because I said so that's right. why you did it. You know right. what, why? Because I said so you little punk, you know, <laughs> that would be kind of the deal. But it's not that way anymore. It's not because I said so. It's not even because of anything. It's it's this is the result of your behavior. Right. And let it let it rest at that. This is yeah. the result of your behavior. And that's where you just let it sit. Yeah. That's all you there let is it to sit. It. And that's they, all there is to it. They do naturally sit. learn from their mistakes. They really do. Or from their they missteps. They do. And it's a lot easier for me, you know. Well, yeah, it's because you they don't you don't have to damage your relationship by telling them they're wrong. Exactly. Exactly. And you don't have to you don't have to have the guilt of discipline. You know, no. you have, to have the guilt that comes along with that. You're relieved in a way mm-hmm. um, from not having any responsibility of being a disciplinarian. Well, I really, think, and no. I think there's a lot of that. Even people who really deeply believe in punishments, it doesn't come, it comes at a cost. It really does. Oh, absolutely. It, it feels awful yeah, to yell at your kids. No, it has emotion. It has an emotional toll. Yeah, it definitely no doubt. does. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. And we, I think that emotional toll often is justified because, well, that's my parental duty. Right. And so therefore I'm going to accept that guilt from doing whatever I did that actually is, I mean, we're just trying to be not mean spirited, right? Not harsh. You know, you're trying to be a helpful, more helpfully involved than being, than being nasty and mean and, yeah. and putting yourself in the superior role. But it's not our fault be there. because we've been told, like, if you don't, if you're not harsh with your kids, then they'll never learn. And then you'll have these kids that are running rampant in society who don't know any better because if, unless that's the only way to teach them is to be harsh. Don't you wish you could put a cap on and know what your children are going to say when they're 40? Yeah. About how they're parenting in so much of a better way than you did? Well, I already (laughs) said my kids for sure are going to go to therapy and said I did and I did everything wrong. Right. Even though I'm like working so hard to do everything right. (laughs) Generationally, I think we we grow. We grow. Yeah. we, We learn and the next generation will maybe be able to learn to learn more than than what we have learned, we hope. Yeah. So, but I, I always wonder what they're going to say. You can't believe what my mom used to do in yeah. parenting. She used to do this. I, I can't wait. I'm, I'm curious what they'll say. I wonder. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just hope you live long enough to see it. Yeah. Let's hope. Jeez. Okay. Tell me what, what's your advice to anyone, either parent or, but mostly grandparents, like what's your advice to those people out there who are grandparents who are saying like, you know, my, my kids are trying to do this crazy thing. I think the biggest single tool that I have learned is that, and it's so hard to, it's, it's, a, it, it's, it relieves you so much. And it's such a great relief. And it, it's so e, it's such an easy concept. It's so hard to do because, because it has to be done in exactly the moment when a child's behavior inflames you and creates this huge bolt of anxiety for you. Learn in your tool chest to take a breath mm-hmm. and to pause and to not react in that moment and, and actually make a conscious decision. What's the right move here. Mm -hmm. That's the key for me. Mm -hmm. I have to take a breath because sometimes what they do or say to me, will take my breath away. It's so alarming. And I have to learn to pause before I act. Yeah. And maybe I learn to pause and learn that the best action is no action at Mm -hmm. all because it's really, it's really their problem. Totally. It's really Especially teenagers. Problem. So I don't have to let their problem become my problem. Yeah. I don't have to assume that I can let them grow and let them learn and keep my ass out of it. Yeah. Well, they to also large, to too, a large extent. they have their own internal shame around it, right? They already immediately feel the shame. Yeah. But I, my, I got to take care of myself too. Yeah. And I have to be, I have to let, let myself know it's okay. It's not my job to fix it. Yeah. It's just not my job to fix what, what they're because they have these emotional, they have this emotional learning process that's going to swing and swing and left and right. They're they're 13 and 14 and 15 years old. Hey, whoa, they're going to swing all over the place. I don't have to swing with them. Yeah. I don't have to go with them. I can stay steady. Mm-hmm. I can be calm. I can be the calming force in the whole action. And I can just they know from my reaction whether it's okay or not. Sometimes yeah. your silence is the best, is the best tool. Yeah. You know, just hey, let it go. Yeah. You know. But there's so, a difference between silence and withdrawal too, which I want to well, make a of it, course. Yeah. Of course. You're because, still no, you when you're silent, that doesn't mean you're not standing right there looking him in the eye. Yeah. And you being know, warm. Right there still. with him. You're you're right there with him. And you go, you know, you, you maybe your best reaction is go, yeah, that really sucks. Yeah. Empathy. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. That really sucks. I use that a lot. Yeah. That's that's a tool that that's like a go-to for me. If I don't know what to do, I empathize. Yeah, that's perfect. I think that's so a good that's, tool for grandparents because you got, you were never taught that as a kid. You were never, no, we I were never. Good, if you actually think about it, it's like I said, they're people, right? right. That's a good tool anywhere. Totally. You can yeah, use it on me t- and Beth too. Well, that's a good tool in the grocery store when somebody runs over your foot with the cart, you know, that's a good, yeah. that's a good tool everywhere. Just let it, it's okay. Do you use this you stuff know? with Beth and I, you think some of it now? Yeah. Well, now I do. Of course I yeah. use it in all my relationships now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't think it's, it's not just the learning process for these little people. It's yeah. also a learning process for these larger people that I deal with every day. Yeah. A lot of times people do stuff that, you know, I don't have to take it on. No. I just let it go. Somebody cuts you off in, on the freeway and rubs across your front fender and drives off with, you know, that's sometimes you just got to go, oh, well, okay. Yeah. You can get that's mad it. if you want. You can yell and scream at the earth and at God and all the stuff, but it does not going to do any good. No, it you isn't. Take a deep breath and let her go. Yeah. Anything else? Any last pieces of wisdom? Any? No, I think we're all good. I mean, yeah, I, I unless you have more. 
Nothing to say to the grandparents out there. Yeah, I got one thing to say. What a great, what a great spot being a grandparent is because, you know, we're even better. We're so much better to do peace and parenting than parents are. Yeah. Because we really, we really don't have a role. I mean, oh. there's no way that I ever, ever, I ever have any need to discipline. Yeah. All I got to do is follow the rules. And I can always go, ah, yeah, that's your mom's rules. Not my fault. You're right. She's mean to you. Look how mean she is to me. So, you know, it's a great spot to be in. You don't have to, you don't have to do anything. You don't have, I to, got no responsibilities here. I you don't have to really have limits because everything, they, it's, everything, it's my limits. A, everything for me is a win. Yeah. Lucky. Yeah. I can't wait to get there. Yeah. Good luck. I'm so sick of being the parent. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I that sucks, honey. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Thanks dad. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much for joining us, dad. We so very much appreciate it. And I just want to say out there, I, the relationship I see these girls having with him is like, it chokes me up. It's so beautiful. So. Okay. Goodbye. Okay. Thanks for joining me on the peace and parenting podcast. I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.